Hello, welcome to Hearthaholics, a Hearthstone strategy podcast about sitting back, chatting with friends, and figuring out how to be more awesome at this game. This is episode 10, and today we're going to be talking about it being our 10th episode because we're narcissists. We're also going to be talking about the recent ESL tournament, the new heroes coming out, the mysterious button, and some listener topics. I am your host, Brian, and joining me is Billy. Hello, Billy. Hi. I almost forgot to introduce myself. That would have been so rude. I know. <laughs> and also, <laughs> and it would also be rude to not introduce Andres. Hello, Andres. How are you? Hey, Brian. I'm glad that you did not forget about me. I didn't. That would be very hard to do and really dumb. So, yeah, it's only so three like, of us, so I would hope you wouldn't forget. Yeah, that would actually be really offensive. I'm just like, so Billy, how are you doing? <laughs> wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be great if like 30 minutes into a podcast, you just completely forgot that the other person was there? Just well, like, there was the bad time that 30 minutes into the podcast, yeah. I realized the person wasn't there and yeah. forgot to tell everyone you were gone. <laughs> I, 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 I personally remember that one. <laughs> Still spiteful. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty darn excited about this being our 10th episode. Somehow, we're still at it. Hell yeah. I'm super excited too. 10 episodes. It's, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a good amount. I feel like a podcast officially now. Yeah, so this is also our last episode because so you know, am, we're am done. I am I not an official? <laughs> am I not an official podcaster? Because I've only no, done nine you're episodes. one episode away, Billy. Yeah, yeah you're one episode. Next, no, you next. produced you produced a video. You produced a video that, that's probably one podcast. Worth we'll get, we'll give you a pass. It's official. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But um, yeah, the bad news, unfortunately, is apparently the number ten is going around. We are now the tenth best Hearthstone podcast. We what dropped, we plummeted wow, in the ranks. Wow, I, I don't know what happened. Did, did um, you do, do like some public exposure kind of thing, or it, I, it might have had to do with it? Might have just had to do with the name of our last podcast. Apparently, imps are cool. It's a pretty dumb name. Wow, <laughs> weren't a fan of that. So People did not know. take kindly to the imps, huh? No, not really, not really. So, yeah, this is that. That's not very good. But on the plus side, I thought we needed to celebrate our tenth uh, anniversary here. Okay. Ten years of podcasting. Ten um, years of podcasting. It's been a while, guys. <laughs> you know, I've probably been at it for like ten years at this point. I don't know. It feels <laughs> like it. Um, with a little special segment I put together, it is a Hearthstone quiz. Uh-oh. Billy's already like, oh, oh no. No, I recently had a quiz and it didn't go too well. But all it right. is a Hearthstone quiz all about the number ten. Oh. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. what does this entail? Well, I'm just going to start it here and see how you guys do. So, oh, the first question, and you guys are not Wait, do, in, do we have in competition. Bu- do we have buzz? I, I want to be in competition. Can we have buzzes that we can buzz in and, and try and... You can say buzz. buzz. Okay. <laughs> and fine, I'll put you in competition if that's what you want. So, right. here's the first question. There are two 10-mana cards in Hearthstone. What are they? Buzz. Billy. Uh, d- you can only say one of them. Oh, Deathwing. I know. All right. Yes. Andres. Mind control and pyroblast. Yes, there's actually three, though. I messed that up. There's a third one. Can you get it? Called out pyroblast. Yep. All right. Well Damn. done. Bonus point for me being wrong about that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, wait, yeah, was, well was, was I not allowed to answer all three? Or all three? Um, I was going to do it back and forth. So, I'll go oh, ahead okay, and give okay. you both two points for that. One point for me being wrong. <laughs> and then one point for each of those. Yeah, minus one point to the to a quizzer. <laughs> Fair enough. Safe so I'm currently at negative lose. one, and both of you guys are at two points. So I'm feeling pretty bad about this quiz already. All right, let's hope I'm not wrong about this one, or I'm going to feel really bad. 
There is one minion. You know what? There is a minion that can come <laughs> into the, to the field with 10 health without help from any other cards on the field or any other effects. Buzz. What card is this? Andres, you have to let me finish the question. Negative one point for you. Oh, right. no. What card is this? Buzz for it, a kid. And now Billy Buzz. What? Well, All right, Andres, I'm going to let you answer. Go ahead. No. Well, that's fine. Billy can have it. All right, Billy, go. Since I had bad Twilight etiquette. Drake. What? Twilight Drake. Um, no. I think that can only have nine health. No, no you're right. Ten. ten. Technically ten. All right. Yeah. There's. You're correct. Can you bonus <laughs> get one other? Oh. Um. Another, um. Also, negative one point for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you did terrible at your own quiz. I don't know. Wait, let Honest? me think. Let me think. Yeah, I'm thinking. When it comes to the game, quiz. When it comes to the game, it has rules. ten life. It can have 10 life when it comes into the field, yes. It I don't know. Can. Uh, that implies that it doesn't always. Wait a minute, Billy. Faceless I'm going to call void? foul on that. I said without help from any other cards. Yeah. Faceless Twilight void. Drake requires you to have cards in your hand. Faceless no, Void into a Drake. It doesn't other cards. Yeah. Oh, Faceless Manipulator. OP. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Faceless Manipulator. You didn't buzz. Mm. You lose points. Buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> buzz, buzz. I'm going to give Andres that one. Oh. Though, Billy, I'm going to take yours away because I'm sticking by my rules. What? Um, so what no, card? What are you thinking about? Oh, All right. So, but faceless <laughs> needs other cards. It needs other yeah, cards. Yeah, needs a board. Twilight Drake. Yeah, you're if right. Faceless, faceless needs other cards, Twilight so it doesn't counts. count either. So you're all wrong. Damn so what was question. it? I want to know. <laughs> all right, Ancient War. Oh, oh right. I forgot about that. Man, I right. So I'm gonna put myself. I'm gonna give myself a point. So I'm back at zero points. I think you're both at. Andres is at one point. Billy's at two points. So we're good. Okay. All right. And now we go into our second segment here. And this one's going to be, I'm really curious how you guys can do this. So I'm going to list a category. Okay. And you guys have to list 10 cards that fall into that category within oh, 30 seconds. 30 oh, seconds. Oh, God. gosh. All right. Yes. I need my brain power. I'm not going to have you both yelling at this. So one of you is going to take one, then the other is going to take another, and then you'll collaborate okay. for the final one. All, All right. right. So let me bring up my timer. All right. <laughs> Got it. And Billy, you're going to be able to feel the first one here. Are oh, you ready? Gosh. I, I guess I am, yeah. <laughs> you are. All right. So, Billy, give me 10 Death Rattle cards starting now. Death Lord, Loot Hoarder, um, Harvest Golem, uh, Fugan Stalag. Uh, uh, what am I up to? Jeez. Um, oh, God. I can't even think. What? Uh, piloted Shredder, Piloted Sky Golem. Um, Jesus, why can't I think? Um, <laughs> I can't think. Oh my oh gosh. No. Uh, zombie Chow. Yes. Uh, Three seconds. <laughs> I can't think. Zombie All right, that's eight. That's uh, pretty good. Eight and 30 seconds. I'm surprised you didn't go to Sneed's old shredder. In yeah. Your little, oh, I did. Uh, yeah, like oh, the, I got all the shredders. Logical increment of shredders. Yeah, and then you just stopped there. I was also expecting a haunted creeper to come out. <coughs> very good. Why can't I think? Oh, that would have been it. That was so easy. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would have been nine. You were so close, Billy. All right, Andres, are you ready? <sighs> I, I think I'm ready. All right, ten cards in thirty seconds. Battle cry. Battle oh. cry. Uh oh. Jesus. Battle cry is not a card. Cruel Taskmaster, <laughs> Twilight Drake. Um. Oh Jesus. There are a lot of cards in Battle Cry. I know there are a lot of cards in Battle Cry. <laughs> Why couldn't you give uh, me this one? <laughs> Big Game Hunter. Yes. Uh, Jesus, I can't think of any anymore. Jesus either. is not a card. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the imp, the flame imp. Yes. Uh, Defender of Harkers. Oh, wait, you're out of time. That's five. Oh, well my done. my God, that's terrible. <laughs> wow, I could have went crazy with that one. Yeah. Nova All right, Engineer, guys. Deathwing, everything. Let's go. <laughs> I know, everything has Battlecry. I don't know why I could Just start listing any. cards in I, I, I kept I, thinking about Death Rattles for some reason. I call a bonus point because there are far more many cards with, with Battlecry than Death Rattle. Yeah, that's a fair point, Billy. But I thought you could go to Next Ramus and just start thinking Next Ramus and get a ton of That's what I was doing with Fugan and Stalag uh, and all of that. Belcher, For some reason, yeah. I didn't think <laughs> yeah. of Sludge Belcher, Haunted Creeper, or um, one of the other ones. I forget. Yep. I realize now why I didn't come up with... Um Deathwing. I was looking through my collection for that and forgot to do the craft mode, and I don't own Deathwing, uh, so I'm just it. like, that's not yeah. a card. <laughs> All right, so we got our last category here for 10 cards in 30 seconds. I was thinking about, like, what defines our show, and I realized uh-uh. the closest thing was the letter H. So, you guys need to list 10 cards that start with the letter H. Oh, my God. In 30 seconds. We work together in this one? Yeah, and you guys work so together. So we'll, just, do, we'll do Billy, Andres, Billy, Andres, because yes, yeah, you take turns because right. otherwise it'll get insane. So right. Billy, you say one, and then Andres, you say one, etc. And start now. Um, Horny Creeper. Andres? Um, Hunter's Mark. Billy. Um, I can't say stuff like High Man. It doesn't count. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, Andres. Yeah. Go. Um. Oh, what cards are we? Is there each? even ten? I can't even think of like. There three. has to be the. Okay, yeah, three seconds. Oh my god! Allow me to healing touch, hellfire, hemet nesting where heroic strike, hex, hobgoblin, hogger, holy fire, holy light, holy nova, holy smite, holy wrath. Oh my god! Holy! Why didn't we go holy? Everything. <laughs> we should have gone with a holy. Oh my god! Hungry crab, hungry dragon, hunter's mark. Yeah. So there were quite a few. I just keep thinking when I when I kept thinking H, I kept going like high main and stuff that and like no had a Harrison H Jones. Somewhere. I'm disappointed in you. Oh guys. yeah! I didn't even get the Jones master. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm also disappointed. You guys have no loyalty to our podcast if you haven't been paying attention to the letter H. To the H's? <sighs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, yes, definitely, that was... I think definitely we can conclude that Billy and I are not good at card names. I think I think I did good on the Death Rattle one. You did I, good. You did pretty decent, actually. Yeah. All For right. coming out of nowhere. Um, and you guys actually knew more than the person making up the questions for the first couple of them. So, hey, <laughs> congrats. congrats. This was a fun segment. I'd like this to be a segment like every fifth episode or something like that. Yeah. This, this uh, I can't decide if this showed our collective ability, abilities or collective. Yeah, we didn't sound very convincing I think having, this. I think having to go to 10 was a bit of a constraint though. I think that was, yeah, I think that was, uh, maybe like five cards. No, seconds. I think, I think 10, because it makes it a challenge. You got eight. Or just you mo- did not it. make it like a certain number, make it like you accumulate points for each one you get. Ooh, oh, okay, that yeah, would yeah. feel better. As many as you can get, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would have been better. Well, Billy, there's always room for improvement. Yeah. This is why we're going to do 10 more This episodes. is Hearthaholics <laughs> Quiz 1. Yeah, exactly. Well, this was so fun. I appreciated this. This was good. <laughs> I'm glad. Look forward to the quiz about the number 11 next episode. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Oh, I know why I made you name 10. I needed to have something to do with 10. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I get that, but quiz for future episodes. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. So, everyone, apparently a lot has been happening just in the world of Hearthstone lately. So, we're taking a little break from our typical format of all bringing a strategic topic to just talk about what's going on these days with Hearthstone. 
before we jumped into that, did any of you have anything particularly cool happen this last week in Hearthstone or anything you've been excited about doing in the game itself? Uh, um, it occurred to me that I didn't let everybody know about this last week. So this, this is going to be a really boring topic because you guys already know about it, but okay. no one else does. Uh, it, it's possible that I was really enjoying Heroes of the Storm that week. So yes. I was kind of on like whatever the opposite of hype is about Hearthstone. Like I wasn't like as excited about Hearthstone as I normally am. This caused me to disenchant all my pretty golden cards. So now I'm not special anymore and I don't have golden cards. And yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sad. You know, guys. I just feel kind of good about that because um, uh, now you're like me. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't have any golden cards either. I have. I disenchant all of them to make actual cards. Uh, but don't you have? Didn't you have like a bunch of gold too? But they're, they're yeah, shiny and, and 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 they're special and and they. I like move. I like my golden cards. I like keeping them around. I yeah. I, man, I regret it so much. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I know you do. I, I feel a little bad for you, but as someone that has like five golden heroes and I think every hero to level sixty, that I think you're doing okay in the collectathon aspect of Hearthstone. That's five, true. five is for scum. I'm at seven. Six. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't talk to me about not having enough glittery stuff. I need more uh, glittery. I need it to all be pretty. Uh, <sighs> that's, yeah. For myself, uh, this last week has pretty much just been me trying out Demon um, Demon Zoo. Uh, I heard like uh, you did uh, pretty well with that deck. Yeah, it's been going really well for me. I just basically did one big night of playing it and went on a streak, I think, from rank uh, 17 to rank 12. So... Just shot up there with quite a few wind streaks, and I'm feeling pretty good about that because that's honestly faster than I typically get there in a season, given the amount of time I had to dedicate to Hearthstone. Very nice. Um, so I was really happy with that. I think I'm currently at like 14 wins and seven losses, uh, or six losses. So it's nice. at like a 75% win ratio. Yeah, so. that's a pretty good record. I am very happy with it so far. I just love how the deck plays. And um, you played a lot of Zoo previously, right? I played a lot of kind of an older version of Zoo. My problem is that it would run out of fuel. This one, I think, does a much better job of addressing that. It's still yeah, I think like they a need to rename range. this version of Zoo. I don't think it should be called Zoo. I don't Zoo. think it's Zoo anymore, yeah. It's yeah. like mid-range Zoo, which is it's it's like a mid-range like, like demon lock. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not, I, it's not only demons because it uses the hunted creepers and the jugglers, which is kind yeah. of Zoo-ish. I just it has call it, Zoo aspects, but it's it's a mid-range deck. I don't think it, it should be It has a really zoo. strong curve, I feel. It yeah. really does. Um, I've really learned, you know, using all of your mana as effectively as you can every turn is super important to, for it. Unlike Handlock, you really don't want to be tapping. You want to be playing stuff out whenever possible. Uh, and just when you get the Nerubian Egg Void Terror start, it feels pretty good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that, that, I, I actually recently talked that, about that in plug, oh, plug nice. on, uh, on my, <laughs> on my top five series plug. Uh, so, <laughs> Probably my favorite thing that happened that I just wished there was someone around to tell when it happened and I looked at my friends list and everyone was offline. I'm like, gosh darn it. I need to tell someone about this. Um, was I'm trying to pull it up now so I don't forget all the details. Mm -hmm. Uh, here we are. So I was playing against a face hunter and I was really worried because I was getting really low on life and had no board and knew that if the game went long, I was just going to die. So I used Bane of Doom on the knife juggler he played. Um, I was like, he has no board. He needs to play something I can kill with Bane of Doom and get a creature. And he played Knife Juggler and nothing else. And I'm like, well, okay. So I hit that and I got Mistress of Pain. 
Oh. And I'm like, how's this going to let me? Hmm. So I just threw it into a freezing trap and then played it again. Um, and it went to his turn. He played Savannah Hymane. It went back to my turn. I played Power Overwhelming, Power Overwhelming on the Mistress of Pain, silenced his Hymane and traded into it. Right. <laughs> and my life. life went skyrocketing. Nice. Uh, but after that, I played a Void Terror on my Devil Power Overwhelming. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I had nice. like a 12 This gets better. Void and Terror, I, and he just conceded. And, oh, wow. That's a nice waiting, uh, turn of events. I was, I was waiting for you to say, and he got big game hunted. <laughs> I would have been so sad. I think he had two cards left. And no, I'm like, That's big game big hunter game and hunt. a hunter? That would be... Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, it's you just You could have, like, Hunter's luck. Mark unleashed the Hounds or something. Yeah, that is feasible. Yeah. But anyway, that, that felt really good. And that the moral of that story is Bane of Doom is the best. <laughs> you know, there's a, an ongoing joke that you always get Malganis out of Bane of Doom. I've gotten him once, yeah. I've got um, Illidan from it. It's nice. really good. I don't think I've gotten Draxus yet, though. No Draxus? Um, I've gotten it a couple times. Cards. Almost every time it's, like, a very good card to have. Um, so Yeah. I I was I saw your deck list, and I thought it was really strong. I played around it with a bit. I did mm-hmm. a couple of changes. Oh, I, really? I, like, you were running two Bane of Dooms and two Void Terrors. The two Bane of Dooms wasn't accurate. That's the one I created in the deck creator before I realized I only have one Bane of Doom crafted. Oh, okay. But that's the optimal deck I was going for. But yeah, what did you change with it? Because I feel two Bane of Dooms sometimes is a little too much. Because one Bane of Doom can come really handy, can really mm-hmm. turn the game around like it did for you there. But yeah. having two in your hand, is, I feel, is very detrimental. There aren't typically two places you want to play them, especially with two implosions. You can get two removal heavy. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. I don't know if there's enough time in a game to pull Mm -hmm. off two Bane of Dooms. Yeah. Sometimes with all the other stuff that you're trying to play. Totally. Uh, I think I took that out and I put in a Shadow Flame. Because I think Shadow Flame is really good in your deck. With With Sylvanas. Yeah, Sylvanas, the two Power Overwhelmings, the Void Callers, so you can bring out your demons. And then it's also really good against Patron Warrior which is very popular right now. That's a really good tech. I haven't, I currently don't have Shadowflame running in it and I'm testing around with that and Hellfire both just because I keep playing games and they keep sitting in my hand dead just because of how the games go. Mm-hmm. But it's something that if I kept losing games to a board that I could clear, I would definitely put in there because yeah, I definitely. totally agree. If you're running to a lot of hunters and stuff like that, Shadowflame mm-hmm. is not as as good. Yeah, because I'm clearing the board with my minions a lot of the time. So by the time I get a Shadowflame, it's like, well, I'm already, you know, keeping the board pretty clear. Yeah. Um, but, like, I agree against, like, Patron or something, and it just syncs so well with so many of the cards that yeah. um, I think that's a really good tech in for, for, for what's going on. So, yeah, I've been liking that a lot. I'm, my current name for it is Who Let the Imps Out. Um, nice. And, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm enjoying that deck a lot. So, yeah, before we... It's a good deck. Into, yeah, I I like it so much. Um, probably a lot more than Tempo Mage. Um, a little more than what I enjoyed of Midrange Hunter as well, so... I think it's very much up my alley. Um, before we jump into the main news here, Andres, anything cool with you going on this last week? Uh, just been playing Thunder Ladder, been playing a lot of Patron Warrior. You know, that's been my kind of deck yeah. lately. I really like it. I'm trying to learn it up and down. I got to rank 8 with it uh, this week, mm-hmm. and then I've been sitting there, haven't been able to get a chance to play anymore. I've been Vincent watch- mentioned uh, you two are in a race now. Um, oh yeah, he, I think. Well, he was trying to like get up there, and he was like, "How can you catch up now?" So I was like, "Well, I'm definitely gonna catch up." Yep. So I catched up, and then I think I logged in today. He was already ranked seven, so Is I'm gonna have seven. To, yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, sit down for a few hours, yeah. <laughs> play some games. <laughs> I kind of like man. that. I kind of like that. There's a little motivation to you know 
keep you going. Totally. Like I say, I like the same racing Billy just because right now I'm ahead of him. So I what said you said competition. Me? Yeah. 12. Damn you. <laughs> I'm sitting down this afternoon. You're done. I'm sitting down. You, yeah, you could get ahead of me pretty quickly given what the rest of my week's looking like. <laughs> Gosh darn it, Billy. Uh, uh-huh, foiled by real life's responsibilities. Indeed. All right. So speaking of the rest of this week, there's some cool news that might see fruition through the rest of this week. Billy, you want to talk about the uh, the hero kerfuffle that's going on? Oh, my kerfuffle. gosh, yes. Yeah. The, 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 I think that's an accurate description of what's yeah, happening. Yeah, I, hero I kerfuffle it- is also my new iOS game. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see that. Yes, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so for people, I don't know how you don't know about this. Uh, but Blizzard was being a little bit, uh, a little bit cheeky. They tweeted out a image a while ago, uh, when they were deciding to announce this and it was just like a still image and everyone was inferring from that, that we were getting, um, like a hero variant thing. Uh, and Mm -hmm. obviously since then they've announced that it was Magni and everyone kind of got a little bit upset about this because of the price, um, which... I still don't understand why we're upset, but we're upset. Um, <laughs> it is $1,099 if you want to buy Magni. If, if, absolutely. Oh, wait, there's um, a period in there. Okay, it's $10.99. Uh, <laughs> $9.99. $9.99, yeah. So, you know, people have been getting upset about that because they think it's overpriced. Because if you want to buy all the heroes, it's like $90. And my response to that is always... Do you really use all the heroes and do you really want all the heroes? Like, there's going to be a very small number of people who are going to buy all of these things. Right. And you don't, it doesn't affect gameplay at all. And you're Mm -hmm. getting a card back with it as well. This price seems as high as it could go. Like, if it was any higher, I would kind of agree with people. But, like, this seems, Mm -hmm. this seems spot on to me. So, Andres, what I know you had a, some problems with this before. Like, what are your thoughts on the pricing and all of the announcement? I think I think it is a little bit pricey, but that's not my main mm-hmm. concern. Because honestly, like Billy said, this is a cosmetic thing, and honestly, it doesn't affect anyone in absolutely yeah. no way whatsoever. Aside from the people mm-hmm. who really enjoy these things, get to get a shiny new skin, and um, and yeah, and it looks cool, looks badass, cool animation, but. Oh, um, mm-hmm. The one thing that kind of was a little disheartening for me is that it comes already in the golden version. And I feel like that kind of takes away a little bit from the um, yes, original I golden totally heroes. Agree. I totally agree with that. I was frustrated when I saw that. I thought that that was them showing the golden version. And then I later on read that that's the version it's just going to come with. And that that upsets me. I think you should have to work towards these. These take a long time to earn, and for yeah, you to golden just be, heroes take a long time, and it's something yeah, to be prideful if, about. If a new player is just gonna look at like, oh, I like warrior, I can buy this, and now they're gonna look, you know, I don't know. It's 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 frustrating to me who spent a lot of hours playing this game and then earning the golden heroes that we just talked about. You know, I've got seven of the things. That's takes a long time to even get one of them and it's it's not fair that you're to me at least it doesn't seem fair yeah. that you're able to just buy a golden hero yeah well, and granted and granted that uh even even you, you could still switch and use your original golden hero to show that you earned it but then at that point uh, as far as i'm aware which one do you, you want to show can, off as far as i'm aware you can show off uh having golden of that class 
because the version they're releasing won't have like a golden trim around the portrait and everything like that. So yeah. there still will be a difference between normal yeah. and golden, but you do have the animation for normal. And I don't think that's... Don't they think did that's clarify that. that later, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I would have been a lot happier if you just released a new portrait. And then if yeah. you earn the golden hero, then it becomes golden for you. But I can okay. see how they couldn't justify $10 for just that. I kind of have uh, two thoughts on that. Uh, first of all, in the same logic that makes me happy that Billy disenchanted all of his golden cards. <laughs> I'm happy to be able to be golden like everybody else now. Um, but on the other side of it, uh, it, it is a problem. I think it's similar to the problem that Blizzard ran into when they started releasing paid mounts in World of Warcraft. Where these paid mounts often looked a lot cooler than the mounts that people had been grinding for for weeks. And could even kind of be analogous to them. Like, this is a dragon. Like the dragon you got. But way cooler looking. And people just yeah. bought this one. Um, and I think it's a problem Blizzard has. Like, the alternate complaint you could have is, I paid arguably too much for this. $10 to get this hero. And I don't even get to see all the animation work you did for it. Because I don't have a golden. Like, it, m- most people who buy the hero will never even be able to see the hero animated. Like, 90, 95% of the people. Um, yeah. I don't actually know the the stats for that but throwing something out there and that feels pretty bad from a consumer standpoint that you bought something and now you don't even get to see it like in its full glory so that's probably like the counter argument that blizzard was thinking and i agree uh it's probably why they they did it this way because they cannot justify ten dollars for this hero skins if if that was the case but i wish they maybe would have done then maybe something to them right like like you said maybe magni's golden version could be diamond or something cool like that something more special than a border I think would have been a good way to do it. Yeah, it's um, not like to me. It just doesn't seem fair to give away that 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 animation. Like, I, yeah. maybe do something else. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the hero power is is animated, but not the hero. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just it kind of set up a precedent for that to be like the one super special thing you can earn by playing the game a lot. Yeah, um, and then cheapening it for every class does feel a little bit weird. Um, I think it kind of goes back to the central problem, which is. I do think that this is, you can, there's really no objective value on how much microtransactions should cost in games. It's always going to be a pretty subjective thing, but I think this is too much for it to be comfortable as a cosmetic item for most people. Um, and it's the type of thing that if this was three or five dollars, I think they could justify not giving you the golden version for that a lot more. Um, and it'd be a lot simpler just to say, yeah, and then you can earn the golden version later. Like I, I think that would just be better for the consumers and create more goodwill for Blizzard if it was a, really like a microtransaction not like sinking a bunch of money into it yeah um, i don't know it feels like blizzard i don't know they they always tend to do this they always tend to true. be able to push their price to right at the edge where I like mean, yeah, where they're, that, they're still gonna make a lot of sales from these things but yeah for a lot of people this is way overpriced especially for what it is and what it brings you to think you. this is overpriced check out yeah. the heroes of the storm store well, I wouldn't even use Heroes <laughs> of the Storm as the primary. Well, it's pretty bad, but as the primary example, because like you said, the people that were surprised by this is what surprised me. Maybe they weren't people who knew Blizzard prices in general, but they've been very consistent at this level or more for cosmetic items. I mean, a yeah. single mount in World of Warcraft costs you $25. Yep. Like, that's a, a lot s- more for something you're probably going to be seeing less. A skin in Heroes, which you use on one character... 
uh, is one of like there's there's a group that they have different types for skins, and their mm-hmm. and their biggest type for a skin is eighteen dollars on the Australian store. I think it's roughly right. sixteen or seventeen dollars yeah. on the American store. So, so that's this a is lot. very consistent for their price. Yeah, I'm not surprised exactly by the price, honestly. Yeah, but for people who are used to playing Hearthstone as a free to play game, play, play game, play game, <laughs> it's really nice to them and makes it easy to put some money into packs and everything you spend money on gives you tangible rewards. Suddenly seeing $10 for a piece of artwork probably feels a bit like Blizzard's trying to milk them for money, even though I, well, I don't necessarily like, I, see it that way. Yeah, I don't like seeing it that way because it's, it's, that seems silly to me. If you, if, if you, uh, and I, I'm not directing this towards you, but, I'm talking, mm-hmm. directing it towards anybody. If if you are a person who thinks this is overpriced, then then don't buy it, right? Yeah. Sure. And also, it's, <laughs> it's it's also important to look at it like, what is this gonna bring? Like, yeah, it's a cosmetic item. It doesn't affect any of the gameplay, but mm-hmm. it's still gonna be a source of revenue for Blizzard, and right. it's a source of revenue for Hearthstone. Which, in the end, we'll, we'll have to see how things pan out. But yeah. Is the sort of thing that uh, seasoned players and people who are really invested into the game can still um, buy into and keeps them investing into the game and pouring more money into it, mm-hmm. which in the end might might let the game grow bigger. You know, let them hire more people, uh, do more things in the future for the game. Hopefully, yeah. that's what will happen, right? I will say that uh, a friend of mine who I used to do um, a bunch of Call of Duty videos back when I did Call of Duty videos recently installed um, Hearthstone and I have I, I understand he he's used to spending an absurd amount of money on video games he plays the Pokemon trading card game and etc um, <laughs> <laughs> but he, he tweeted out uh, that he recently installed Hearthstone and that he's excited to he thinks it's going to become an addiction of his and he's excited to continue to play it um, I will say for a new player like somebody who's in his shoes might find it a bit daunting if now when I go to the store, there's now packs, there's different types of packs, there's solo adventures, there's different types of solo adventures, and now right. there's heroes and there's different types of heroes. Like the, yeah. it, the store is starting to become larger and I'm not sure if that's necessarily a good thing. It's a good thing for me because I'm the type of consumer yeah. that's going to want to buy all of that. I'm just not sure if it's particularly healthy for the game. But obviously Blizzard thinks it's going to work out for them and Blizzard have been doing this for a long time and I believe in them. But yeah, it's just a- yeah. I, I don't know. The long Their long-term plans seem pretty pretty big. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure they want a lot of stuff in that store. Um, how how that gets trickled down to the newer players and how easily accessible it is, I don't know. That's a problem they'll have to figure out. But I'm pretty I'm, sure that they're in for the long haul in this game. Yeah, I'm something, excited for that, uh, six okay, years okay. from now when we get to explain to newer players that the store used to just be one page with packs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm actually... I'm, not, I'm surprised at Blizzard's pricing model just on a larger scale in that it's seems to me that if you priced your microtransactions cheaper, you get more volume to make up for that just because this must be a really hard splurge buy for most people to justify. But I have to imagine they've done this enough times in enough places that I guess these high prices are working for them. It just never uh, yeah. seemed to me I sustainable. Think, yeah. I think it's gonna, I think it is, I, yeah, because they be wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't, right? And just, maybe maybe yeah. it's, it, they want to do it this certain way too. I mean, keeping it a high price does, does keep a certain level of exclusivity we're not i will say if they're able to get away with Mm. with these high prices and and well i i don't like calling it a high price because to me that's not a high price but if if this is considered high price it it 
does frustrate me that they couldn't have just lowered the price and removed the animation for normal portrait. Yeah. Because, yeah. I, I don't know, it just doesn't... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I could go on for that about ye- for, like, years. I the the last thing I want to say about this is that I don't think a lot of the backlash has come only for the price. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's pricey enough, but I think, you know, most people are... If they think it's too pricey, are just not going to buy it, and then that'll be the end of it. I think the biggest backlash was that, you know, they've been quiet for a long time now since uh, Black Rock Mountain came out, and they haven't said anything about the future plans of the game aside. And there's been a lot of feedback, right? A lot of people have been wanting a lot of things for a while, like uh, new formats, more deck slots, stuff like that. And then out of nowhere, they just come out with this news, which is purely cosmetic, it's kind of pricey. it's not really what people are having asking them for. Right. So I That's think probably... speaking of which, did you mm-hmm. see uh Ben Broad's uh not it wasn't a tweet, but it was a quote from somewhere. Uh he, he said something along the lines of I definitely don't think deck extra deck slots would be anything that would be too confusing. Yeah, that was interesting. That, that got um, me excited. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to your point though, Andres, that's probably the criticism I enjoyed or agreed with the least. Um just because I've never much liked the argument that's like, well, since they're working on this, it obviously means they're not doing this and they're harming the community. Um, like we mentioned before, revenue streams are an important part of them being able to continue development in this game. So you can't expect them to not, you know, be working on this sort of thing. Secondly, like it probably wouldn't take them that much time to implement some heroes and get this system in place. And thirdly, it's like, this announcement just came out, which we're going to go over pretty soon, that new stuff is coming. And it just seems self-evident to me that they're going to announce other new stuff pretty soon. They're getting too riled up about that right after this announcement. Like, just give it a little bit of time for them to announce other stuff alongside uh, absolutely. it. And I think you're right about that. But unfortunately, not everyone is as reasonable as you are, Brian. Yeah, right. I think and, the uh, community's reaction was definitely overboard. Um I, I, Some places, yeah. I think and it, what you know, happened it's, it's, is because the the most recent news from Hearthstone has been, like you said, really empty. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like the only thing that people have been able to get excited about are like that guy who made like an entire expansion of fan cards on Reddit. <laughs> um, like that's the most recent thing they've seen. So then, for them to see something like that and then see this, I understand. Sure. How yeah. the community overreacted, I still think they it completely overreacted. But. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it, this time yeah. it was like the calm before the storm, right? Like it, everyone was kind of waiting for that announcement from Blizzard. Like, what are, what are they going to do with the game? What What's going to come new? And um, this this was what came out. And I think that it was a huge backlash because that's not what people wanted to hear. But yeah. you're But you're right, Brian. I think because there was this huge backlash, I think they were kind of forced to act on it and i think that's why we got this little other announcement <laughs> that we want to talk about um yeah. they they recently posted uh a little thing on facebook where it's just the the image of the front page of hearthstone with the little icon that's been gone forever turning into an actual button that you can click indeed for yeah. Yeah. I I guess way, shadowing a new mode <laughs> I, I by the way before we before we get into this i want to point out that that animation is is very crisp, and I think it's. I I think this is going to be an unlockable. I think that like if you make a new account, you won't have access to this. I think you're going to have to want, like I'm assuming that most of us will have it already unlocked because we'll have like a requirement met or something. Mm. But I feel like that animation is going to be in That's the game. That's a good observation because it is a we- very well crafted animation. So maybe it yeah. is something that happens 
Like if this was something or random they wanted to throw on Facebook or throw up wherever, I don't think like those sparks would be flying everywhere and stuff like that. I think it would the just other, be a simple animation. The other thought is just that they want to create excitement. Maybe the patch where this is unleashed the first time you get into the game and see this button. Yeah. Pops okay. up for you. And I, I'm but pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they intended to announce this new game mode. I just think that maybe they yeah. did a little old, yeah, earlier. Yeah, that's a good thought. Yeah, because of... uh you know, the negative response they got. What if uh, this is the change your hero button? (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people were joking with that. They were joking like, what if this is just an exit button that costs $10? (laughs) That's amazing. It costs $9.99 to exit the game now. Uh, (laughs) That would be pretty good. Yeah, there are are a lot of dumb things it could be. But yeah, yeah, what is everyone, you know, what's everyone's money on for this actually being? I know, Billy, you were really excited for 2v2 until they said we're not doing that. Oh, yeah, they definitely said not. That's that's mean. Like, yeah, I I feel like this is the perfect time for a 2v2 mode. But obviously, like you said, they haven't. They said that they're not doing it. Like, in my mind, Mm -hmm. they can... All the decks right now, like every single class has two variants. Mage has Tempo and um, the other one, Freeze and Mech. And Hunter has Midrange and Face. And yeah. this, every class has, has two variants right now, including Warrior, like which yeah. we've had for so long only be one deck. Now would be, at least in my mind, the perfect time to release a 2v2 because who knows mm-hmm. what the meta is going to look like after this. This might be the perf- like one of the only times where we have two decks for each class. I guess um, they're just probably thinking like the meta is so interesting and so stable and like everyone's happy with the game. Maybe we shouldn't implement a mode that just like, well, granted, no, they would have been what, in development what, a way lot before now. So. Yeah, but but the point being, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're working on it now because of what the meta is like right now. Because it, Yeah, it, well, for, apparently for, they aren't. Well, I, they they can lie about lie. that fairly easy. Yeah, um, that, that's true. But you like to think they would. not I don't think they, they would. That was a, that was a very sincere. Well, yeah, you we're think not they doing would, this right now. Fair enough. But like for my yeah. for my personal taste, I think it's the perfect time for it. Because if you want a two v two mode, you can't have like you know queue up and find yeah you are playing face hunter and the other three people are playing face hunter. I agree. I just think they wouldn't have time to develop it in response to this meta. So yeah. even if it's like a good place, theoretically, the meta would probably be completely different back when they were starting here's, to create. Here's, no, what, what, I'm here's saying what I is think like the about meta it, is- 2v2. I think it's not so much to do with the meta and stuff, because you know yeah. that they can they can always balance some stuff, or they can introduce new cards to kind of make it work. I think the main reason. Why oh yeah, they meta. Uh, let me let me clear this up. When I when I was saying meta, I I wasn't using the right term purely because I just don't know a term for this. But what I mean is that the the second point I was making, which is every single class now has multiple different decks, even more than two for most, which is kind of what you would want before you release a 2v2 mode sure i get it uh regardless though uh i think it's not so much of a problem of diversity and mm-hmm. having different classes and different uh decks but it's more of a problem of infrastructure and the ui i think it would yeah. be too hard for them at this point especially after they just did a huge iphone release and that took him a long time to get that ready and get that ui done I think it would be a huge undertaking for them to mm-hmm. change completely the UI and like, do a new revamp on four phones as well to introduce something like a two v two, and that might yeah. something that might be something that might come in the future. But yeah. it would be a huge undertaking for them, and they're just, just given not, the level, yeah, uh, yeah, the level of polish and control that Blizzard likes to keep over everything Hearthstone. I don't think they want to shake it all up right now. Yeah, like, especially not right game. now when they're trying to introduce so many new things to the game. Yeah. That said, Billy, I would love it if it was 2v2, but it, it 
that's the one thing we can say it's not. So, like, what do we all think <sighs> it is? Are we all agreed <laughs> that it's probably, like, tournament or custom games? So, tournament is probably the the most probable one. Some sort of tournament mode, right? Um, mm-hmm, yeah. Some the People have been asking for it for a really long time. They are very vocal about making Hearthstone an eSport and a very competitive game. They spend a lot of money um, promoting this game and uh, helping organizers, tournament organizers, to, mm-hmm. um, you know, grow. Uh, so it would seem right if they added a tournament mode. Um, and I would hope it would be a tournament mode that is catered to hosting tournaments too, so that all these tournament organizers can host tournaments inside of the game client. Um, not having to do all this, like, third party, you have to go to another website and, you know, submit your deck list, and then you have mm-hmm. to be there and what? you have to pay attention to all these things rather have all that in the client and ready to go what all do you think a tournament mode would include because i'm trying to think of a game like hearthstone and beyond giving like custom games do they have much catering to tournaments like- so what i'm picturing like in my dream scenario what i want this menu yeah. to do if it is a tournament thing is <clears throat> it brings up kind of like if you've played other games kind of like a list of servers but not really servers mm. like listings for tournaments and yeah. it can be like a gold prize pool and you join up on one similar to how you would join a server or whatever and it puts you in there. Although, I don't know how they could do something like that because then there's... Yeah, I just can't think of that in another game, let alone Hearthstone. Like, oh, I mean, it would be hard like, I can't think of another do... game that does that, like that has tournaments that you can join in a matchmaking style system, except um, like Magic Online. The, so, the, the way I would... Online, the Pokemon Online trading card game has it. Okay, cool. The way cool. I would picture it, it would work very similarly to what the arena does right now. So sure. everybody who signs up for the tournament goes into this first initial round, and you get matched against other people that just right. joined the tournament. Yeah, that um, makes sense, actually. That makes way more sense than what I just said. Ignore what, what I just said. <laughs> what, I, what, I'm, what I'm picturing is uh, maybe, maybe they'll do it with the Conquest format, since it's the official format that they've chosen. Maybe right. you can choose different formats, but... Um, my guess is maybe they just pick one initially and maybe yeah. they go with conquest. So you have to maybe select want... three of your Sorry. decks and those are the three yeah. decks that you're going to the tournament or maybe five mm-hmm. decks. I don't, I don't know how they would do it, but, um, basically you just run with those deck lists and, and once you enter the tournament, you cannot change those deck lists. That's how it's done. I got a question for both of you guys. If, sure. if that works out like that, would you prefer the, there to be a prize pool of like gold? At the end, or would you prefer um, maybe a smaller number, a smaller amount of gold, and maybe BlizzCon points if they do something huge like that? That would be very um, interesting. Maybe uh, depending on they, they probably have like a tournament ladder, tournament ranking, or some probably, tournament yeah. points that you accumulate. Maybe when you win a tournament, you accumulate a certain number of points, and then depending on like your tournament points on the end of the season you might be awarded bliss gun points i, I, I think, think that like would be... uh similar to how if you're number one legend maybe something like that tournaments yeah i like if you win enough tournaments i think that, that um, points. another a comparison of how i would like the to- tournament thing to kind of work is similar to how the here's the storm ranking system works that sounded like what you were explaining just now andres you know you yeah I, I imagine yeah i imagine kind of like an mmr so depending on your mm. finish on like the tournament that gets added to your personal ranking and then uh, you you accumulate that over the season. I imagine maybe at the end of the season it resets and you kind of start yeah. over again, depending what on we're finish, explaining you is get what, what we're explaining is what I want the what I want the Hearthstone ladder to actually be. 
<laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> and I mean, that's extremely system. exciting to me. For some reason, I guess just since Hearthstone, the biggest like change they've made to the game since it was released, apart from releasing the expansions, was Observer Mode. It's like almost hard for me to fathom them putting like that much of a completely different way to play the game in and yeah, balancing it and getting it's really, it in there. It's really exciting to think But it is the new button. Be. So like if they're ever going to do that, this is Yeah, it. right. This like, this has been this has been in here since beta. This this button that's that we're about to get. This has been yeah. kind of like a closed off section of this chest for a long time. So when they yeah. were first developing this game, they, they wanted this here. They they knew what they were doing. Yeah. So but whatever enough, this is, it's it's huge. And they, it actually uh, kind of concerns me because if it's not 2v2 and they haven't got another button there, it concerns me that maybe there isn't going to be a 2v2. But anyway, that's yeah. a discussion I have, for another I have time. a big feeling that it is a tournament button. I yeah. remember oh, seeing... Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we're all pretty convinced that this is going to be a tournament button. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was going to say it because I remember, now that you mentioned that this has been since the inception of the game, the little space for the button, I remember mm-hmm. there was a post a while ago, officially by Blizzard, where they released a bunch of the... Uh, oh, I think actually it was an Angry Chicken episode. Where they oh. brought the one of the artists for Hearthstone, yep, yep. and they they talked to him, and he brought a bunch of like pictures from the initial concept of the game. Mm-hmm. I went and I looked back through them, and I remember there was a section where he talked about the different UIs, and mm-hmm. one of the UIs had the ladder arena, and then there was specifically a tournament button already really? included really? in there. Yeah, and it said oh. tournament. How That's is this totally not being, it then. So how is I'm, this think, not been I'm thinking they, about everywhere. I'm thinking that they've been thinking about it from the beginning of well, the game. Well, aren't people... They, I could be remembering wrong, but haven't people getting crashes that, like, have tournament in the wording they're getting, like, on the little <laughs> crash screen? That's hilarious. <laughs> I think that's been happening. That Foreshadowing, guys. Amazing. Oh, I could be wrong. They could have just been for the new hero, but I could have sworn people were getting, like, you know, weird tournament I think I remember. Names. I think I remember hearing something like that. Yeah. So it's sort of bug tournament. Like, unless they're putting a specific smoke screen up, it's going to be tournament. Uh, I guess just the question is, what the wouldn't heck does it, that mean? Wouldn't it be great if they're just all lying to us and, and this yep. is going to be 2v2? Like, the, I, 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 <laughs> the biggest smokescreen ever. Yeah, and the, the big like, thing about this we're doing tournaments. <laughs> is they're like, you know, they're doubling down here. They released something that made the community angry. Then maybe in reparation for that, they released, hey, the button's coming. If the button doesn't turn out to be what the community wants, they're in a little bit of trouble. Because yeah, right? now that must be double disappointing me. people. <laughs> right. They dis- like A lot of people were upset about the hero portrait thing. And, yeah. and if they come out here and, and this secret button that's been in there since freaking beta, and yeah. or even alpha probably. I mean, we didn't see images from alpha, did we? Anyhow, point being, mm-hmm. uh, if, if they randomly come out and be like, this is how you get to the options menu without pressing escape. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and that's what worries me a little bit about the turn- tournament format is unlike something like observer mode, it's not just something that, you know, everyone knows exactly how it should work. So they do it. We're done. Bam. There's like so much they could do. And Blizzard does things so carefully and deliberately that I imagine whatever they announce, everyone's going to be like, that is cool, but so much more limited than what we want. And like so much less than what we want from this. Yeah, I guess I feel we'll like have to they're wait confident and see. In, I feel like they're confident in this mode. Like I said, it's been around yeah. since beta and they just haven't you know, opened it. Well, I say it's been around. They've had the idea since beta to do this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they wouldn't tease us this heavily <laughs> and, and set this up the way they have. That's without true. it being 
either yeah. what we want or something even better, something yeah. amazing. And honestly, I, like I think confident. they just wanted some time to see how the game was going to develop, right? They had the first yeah. BlizzCon, and after the first BlizzCon, they released their first official actual game format, like what they were going to use. Like, hey, after seeing how this went down, this is what we're going to go with. So yeah. I think they were waiting for stuff like that to, to gauge how they're going to make their game very competitive. And I think now that they got all this information, they're ready to go forth with a with a mode yeah. like this i mean honestly if this is a tournament mode that isn't just like you know a custom game thing where you can set up tournaments that like a match maked match baked i'm gonna say that's a word um tournament format like <laughs> arena i would be so excited because going back to like you know the whole point of this podcast um being able to play hearthstone kind of on a limited time and with limited um involvement and also just get concretely better that's going to be such a huge tool for that other than just ladder and just arena. Yeah, like, absolutely. I could see that being the major way I play Hearthstone going forward. <laughs> By um, the way, I, 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 while we're, while we've been here, I've been looking yep. up for the, those images from the episode of the Angry Chicken, episode 73, Artstone, for people who are looking for it. Uh, <laughs> It is. It, it definitely has a tournament button right there. And what interests me <laughs> is the the clock and the battery life icon and the options cogwheel are still in the same spot. They haven't been moved since the original concept of the <laughs> wow. AI of the UI. I guess, I guess they worked pretty well. I'm going to be really disappointed if they announce this tomorrow and by the time our episode goes up, it's like Dude, out there. Wouldn't that be great if we're theorizing the whole time and, and it's, they've announced it like the day after? They did well, that with know, Magni. They announced Magni happen? the day after it, our episode. Yeah, so if that right. happens, we're going to re-record and then be like super insightful in all of our predictions <laughs> and like guess yes. spot on. Got but it. okay, real quick before yes. before we keep ranting on this topic, what if it's <laughs> not just like real quick yeah. options? What if it's Spit not up. a tournament mode? What do you guys? Yeah, what, is what, 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 your what do we think it is? If it's not tournament, I'm I'm positive it's tournament now after seeing the screenshot. Yeah. If it's uh, not tournament know. mode, my second best guess would be a custom rules mode where yeah. you can create custom rules for your match and then you can match against your friends. This would be like a non-competitive mode. It'd just be like a, yep. just for funsies that you can hang out with your friends or you can like maybe create like custom rules and other people can join you. But maybe you can, I don't know, like modify some of the rules of the game, ban certain cards, only use certain ar- archetypes. That could be an option. Yep. It could be like a full limited style thing. I could see like if they did a limited kind of sealed format though, that'd be like an option in Arena. Like one of two we've had, yeah, cool. so we've had discussions like this in the past. In my mind, I don't think that is worthy of a second button. I like uh, I sorry, said, I think that'd be a tab button. in arena. Yeah, I, it's something like custom rules mm. would. Oh, for that's me, what you're saying. Okay, would be would be like a like you're saying a tab, but uh, but maybe just after you've challenged a friend, it gives you an option standard yeah. challenge or custom challenge. Like I'm, I'm pretty unless sure there be, unless there's a lobby system a where people can go in and like see open custom games. Yeah, if there's a lobby be- system, then it would need its own button. Um, like yeah, kind of like a lobby where you can join, see all these custom rules games. Uh, yeah, I feel like if there's not like. a lobby for casual or something mm-hmm. like that it, it doesn't make much sense for them to add a lobby for i i don't know i don't want lobbies in this game <laughs> the uh, one other thing that it totally shouldn't be but could be is like a clan system that you create your clan and do stuff through a button but that needs to be part of like the i wouldn't be opposed uh, yeah i would be opposed to that but i don't know if they would create a, a button oh, yeah, I, don't think they would, I don't think they would hype out hype this up as much as as they have totally if it was i would just want a, a clan, clan system option. almost as much as i would want a tournament mode in some ways but <laughs> i think that's going to be done through the messaging ui since yeah. you're going to have to have it open during other stuff and that's how they did it in 
um, heroes and all that. So I doubt that would be a button. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's exciting. I'm, I, I, is there any word on when they're announcing? Or is it just like, no, nope. um, this was purely a teaser. They said okay. nothing about Although it. They I just put that little week, video and that was it. Last week and this week when they announced stuff, it was uh, Thursday for me, which is tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. It's the Wait, day what? after. Uh, meaning that- oh, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's the day this is releasing. There is so, a, no, yeah. no, they there probably is a Hearthstone maintenance on this this Tuesday, so we'll we'll see. <laughs> Wait, there's a what? There's a Hearthstone maintenance this Tuesday tomorrow. When oh, the episode comes dude, out, it would, wouldn't it be passed. great? Wouldn't it be hilarious if they just release all of this stuff and this episode is us just like theorizing about <laughs> it, and everyone else is like, "Dude, it's out. It was tournaments. Like, calm down." That's totally what's going to happen. <laughs> that is total- that is going to be our tenth episode. Is us saying completely irrelevant things the entire episode? <sighs> Maybe yeah, we should just <laughs> release this early this week, just just uh, in case. Yeah, if we can release this like early on Wednesday or tomorrow, cool. Andres, man, you'd have to have some some sweet editing skills to be able to get this out there quick. <laughs> it'll, it'll get done guys it'll get done all right <laughs> speaking of stuff that got done you want to go over the esl tournament real quick anything cool that happened from that because i didn't even know what happened i only caught the finale so if you want to talk about stuff before the finale andres you can go ahead but i'll chime in when you get to the finale nice i i caught it like uh in different spots mainly in the beginning of the days before i had to go to work mm-hmm. uh i thought it was really really well produced uh, I thought the players were awesome, and I thought the casting was really great. Some uh, new faces too. Um, really, Chalky was doing a lot of ca- uh, casting. Yeah, he seemed and, uh, he, he seemed good when he was doing it. I yeah, he, he, he actually did a really good job. He got a lot of positive feedback, and I agree with all of it. Uh, he was doing very insightful comments on the games, and he mm-hmm. has he has the perspective of a player because he is a professional Hearthstone player. Yeah, um, yeah, and he has of, a lot of TCG background. He played a lot of Pokemon, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, very oh, analytical yeah. in the way that he would uh, look at things. I really liked it. You know, what would be really fun to do is create a stream that casts the casters. So we're like, well, he's doing good insight here, Billy. Seems <laughs> like he's really on top of his game. Casting of the casting, dude. Yeah. I would oh love God. to cast the tournament. Like, I feel like we need to host the tournament just so I can cast something. Like, I feel next uh, time I'm we do not- a game night, we're gonna let you cast the whole thing. <laughs> I'm not sure that would work too well. I think maybe someone might talk over me. I don't know how that's that would a good work. point. That's a good. <laughs> But yeah, I agree. I think it would be incredibly fun to try casting a game. Just, you know, see how it goes. Uh, get some practice in there. But yeah, so Andres, beyond the, like, what defined this tournament? Like, what made it worth watching to you? Well, I think the the coolest thing about this tournament is that there are a lot of new faces. It was like that the first season. And this mm-hmm. is the second season. They do the legendary series in the ESL. And there's, I, I like that it opens the doors for very unknown players that haven't been able to break into the scene to mm-hmm. go in there, fight all, fight all the pros, and have a good chance at winning. And it's what ended up happening in this one. Yeah, this this guy who I had never heard of beat Raynad, which upset me. <laughs> yeah, I never, oh, really? I never heard of, Cal- I never heard of Clento. Who's that? Yeah, he. Um, uh, I guess we can, we can spoil yeah, it because it happened yeah, go, already. Okay, so spoilers ahead for anyone. Oh, who, absolutely. Like, like I mean, the he, this is uh, rip. actually spoilers <laughs> behind for anyone who wants to catch up on the tournament. Yeah, 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 yeah right. but, I yeah. mean, it's, but it's, the like, winner was this guy Phone Tap, and he he is yeah. a very young young kid. Um, okay. I'm not exactly sure where he is, Taiwan or somewhere somewhere in Asia. He is uh, uh, uh I can tell you in like three seconds. 
Pretend yeah, you I, asked me that question three seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly where he's from, but he's really young. I know that. And he beat a lot of really good players and ended up taking the win. Nice. He yeah, won $10,000 too, which is, you know, not too shabby. Something of a trend and that these open qualifiers often bring in super young players who aren't going to, you know, be like streaming and getting a ton of popularity through that method. Yeah, through, through their personality, so they go in by actually just being amazing at the game. <laughs> did Firebat come in just kind of through the ranks, or did he have like a? He a, was commentating. Yeah, he yeah. was casting. I don't know if he okay. played in the tournament. I don't think he did. Gotcha. But I mean, when Firebat first came on the scene, like, did he come from nowhere, or oh, did he have yeah, a he did. He came yeah, out of he nowhere was, and won BlizzCon like a beast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he was known in the professional circles, I believe, because okay. he would uh, come to the hangouts and try to um, like soak it in from them, ask him questions, yeah, and all this stuff. So he was known in the professional circles. But Fine taps from Vietnam. Vietnam. Uh, okay. Yeah, because Firebat's fairly young, right? Or am I remembering wrong? I think so. He's, he's yeah, he's players. young. I, I think yeah. most of the Hearthstone community is fairly young. You That's know? true. I just thought Heart, uh, uh, Firebat was on the young end, like 19 or something, but I might be remembering wrong about him. I think uh, he's that yeah. young, but yeah, he's on the okay. young Yeah, side. maybe not that young. Gotcha. I may be thinking of another player. Um, so yeah, yeah. That, that was my favorite thing about this tournament. Just like a lot of new faces, I'm awesome sad plays. about the tournament, to be honest. Like, as much oh, as I want newer players to win, like, my favorite player ever, Raynad, lost for Raynad. Wait, Raynad's your favorite player? I think he is. I, I really, find that's very surprising. I, I, I <laughs> like watching Raynad quite a lot. But, um, okay. he, he, he got really poor draw with, uh, mm. with one of his grim patron matches and that kind what of. What was the finals? Like, what, what decks were they playing? I can tell you in three seconds. I just have the page. <laughs> I'll up. ask you that question in three seconds from now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the first game was Shaman versus Mage, which I believe Raynad won. Uh, okay. And then in game two, Phone Tap used Druid against Mage, and he won. In game three, Phone Tap used Druid against Raynad, uh, Raynad's Warrior, and I believe he won that as well. And mm. then the last game was Hunter versus Warrior. Oh, and he won with Hunter. Yeah. Nice. I don't know how that's even possible. <laughs> he was playing. He, he was playing really well. I saw a few of his matches. Yeah, he, he, was, he was playing really well. Unfortunately, your face. It was. Uh, I, no, I think it was mid range. I don't remember. Okay. But I remember Raynad having a really poor draw that game, which made me. I sad. just thought. Of, <laughs> sorry, I just had a really weird thought. What do you uh-huh. guys think about Leroy and Grim Patron to give yourself things to run your patrons into? Because. That's a sweet idea. However, like, it costs a lot of mana. But yeah, you, you, would, you would have to already have to play the patrons, though. Oh, you yeah. have to have a patron board, but it would just be an interesting, like, combo I, I mean, that I, I never thought of. It would, it would catch people by surprise. It would win you yeah. a couple games, I'm sure. It was just a random thought, because I thought of Hunter playing Libra, and then I'm like, oh, grim patrons could run into those. <laughs> it was just a weird thought, because I can't think of too many things to give people one-ones. But yeah, the tournament sounds really neat. Um, it was I a definitely fun encourage people to, to check it out. Final. Yeah. yeah, if you yeah, guys think, did, missed it, um, at least check out the finals and like some of the other games because it was really interesting. Awesome. Great casting, uh, which is for me is the most important thing of a tournament. Yep. Not only the production, but if you have great casters, it makes it so interesting to watch, and yeah, you can learn really a lot good. just by watching these games. Which is funny because I like a year ago I would have said that some of the casting in Hearthstone is like some of the worst casting I've ever listened to because some of the times it's really. Really bad, but uh, yeah. this 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 time around it was really good. I really appreciated the, yeah. the classes. They did a good job. So yeah, There's if a you want to watch, if you want to watch Raynad get destroyed 
for three games straight. Uh, but what's the final? The final was really fun to watch. There's a lot of downtime with the casting in Hearthstone, which I like because it gives the personalities a lot of time to shine. With that's the, a good point as casters. well. Yeah. Um, so I always thought it was something that, like, as they got comfortable with, it's going to be like the most fun game for casting because they you don't have wish, to constantly be talking about the game. You know what it's I wish a, there was yeah, a little bit a, more of in 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 Hearthstone esports. What's that? I want Puns. a little bit. I want a little bit of trash talking <laughs> between the players. Like that's Everyone's always very fun polite in the Hearthstone scene. That is right? true. Like if, if, if I you love go, that. If you, no, if you, keep no, no, it no, that no, way. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like Heroes of the Storm esports is amazing because oh, Tempo okay. Storm and Maelstrom, who are the top teams right right now, they're like, let's get something clear. They are on another tier. Like they're the, they're the only two teams that are okay. even worth watching. Right? Well, I say worth watching. That's that's a bit steep. But the, if they're versing somebody who's not each other, it's safe to like bet your bank on the fact that Tempo Storm or uh, Maelstrom are going to win. Um, when they're versing each other, or if they're if they're even like two players are on the same stream together, constantly right. trash talking, and it's amazing. Like there was recently <laughs> a podcast that. Uh, that I was listening to Town Hall Heroes. They do a bunch of Heroes of Storm content. They're really fun to yeah, listen yeah. to if you like listening to competitive heroes stuff. And like they had uh, Jake, who's a supporter of of, of Cloud Nine, and mm-hmm. um, Zola, who is the I think he's team captain of Tempo Storm. And like he would randomly be talking about Tempo Storm, and the other guy would put on a Cloud Nine T-shirt and just like kind of sit down and like point at the t-shirt for the rest of the ep- like until he's done talking and it's amazing just like random stuff like that i don't know just poking fun at each other would be fun to see yeah uh i think like hearthstone has the ultimate way of doing that though which um is uh emotes <laughs> like, no, but, you don't like need- actual like verbal like not it, it Obviously, everyone in this community is super nice, and everyone in the heroes community is super nice. But like the trash talking for a viewer is really fun to watch. It's like the the hype behind the match, and I don't know. I think I know what you mean. Maybe not not like the mean trash talking where yeah, that doesn't need to be insulting the other player, but maybe like at the beginning of the match, maybe you know, like Kalento maybe can bump against like Strike Crow's shoulder or something maybe well, like give him like a corny look and like I don't, see, <laughs> see you on the board man I or want something hockey like that. I don't see players like Kalento or anything getting super super aggressive but like no exactly it would be hilarious know, if they I did could, but I wish like Reynad would play up his character a bit more and, and, and be mm. a little bit silly I don't know it's just, I feel like I want more I'm of all that for character. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it can be a little up. entertaining. Yeah, character, yeah. exactly. Like, spice it up. It should be like bit. professional wrestling. They all that's come in with their is. intro that's songs. That's where I'm and... getting majority of this from, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I see where you're going. I see where you're going. A lot I'm on board of that now. Is, is, is all hype, right? It, none of yep. the... You don't actually hate each other. It's just fun for people to watch... I- the, yeah, then we need that. to take it to the next step and stage all of our Hearthstone matches and Let's predetermine not do that. the winners. Let's not do that because people still need to make their money. All but right. <laughs> it would it would be fun to watch a little bit of like you know, just jabs. Yeah. It doesn't need to be like, oh you suck, but like every now and again just a little jab at each other. Be nice. I agree. Speaking of jabs at people, we have some listener emails this week. Oh, yeah? <laughs> they just let's insult talk about us how, consistently. Let's, let's just talk about no, how really. poorly they're written or something. Just, just <laughs> yeah, let's, let's nitpick and be mean to the people who write into our show. There was not a, a winning strategy. There. No full hey, stop. They, they knew what they were getting into when they wrote into yeah. the show, okay? They should have. If they've obviously listened, so yeah, they know what they're doing. <laughs> 
All right. So our first one here comes from Albert. This was an interesting one that I feel kind of bad about because he actually sent it right before we started recording our last episode and I didn't uh, check the email address again. Sorry, Albert. (laughs) His topic would have been super relevant, but um, I was just too late. So I wanted to kind of bring it up here so we could answer one interesting point he had. Uh, His email reads as follows. Sup, guys. I'm really enjoying the show. You guys sure know how to make time fly by at work. Yes, I can listen to podcasts while working. Lol. I wanted to ask what (laughs) decks do you like to ladder with? How do you guys deal with ladder anxiety? What's the highest rank you guys ended up with? Love the show. Can't wait till the 10th anniversary episode. Well, if you're listening to this, you're awaiting no more. I hope we did not terribly disappoint you. Um, I probably disappointed at one point. Like, he's probably really upset with me right now. (laughs) He probably has not listened to the show anymore. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so he didn't even hear that we got the email. <laughs> anyway, we pretty much answered the decks we're going to work with and how we handle laddering. I thought the one interesting point he had that we didn't get to was ladder anxiety. And we never really talked about that. Is that something either you guys deal with? And if so, like, do you have a method for it? Like the idea of getting mad when you lose and all that sort of stuff? I would like to lead with this topic as I am currently in ladder anxiety. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're currently suffering from ladder anxiety. Uh, yeah, that's, that's currently something I'm going through. For me, like, because if I take a couple losses on ladder and, and I just don't feel I planned it anymore, um, what I do is I kind of bomb my rank by accident and, like, not mm. deliberately going, oh, I'm bombing my rank, but, like, I'll take the stupidest deck you've ever seen yeah, and just try this. to have some fun with it. Like, it's, it's, just try to have fun for like a couple days and and understand that your rank is going to suffer and then go back hard at it again. Like that's that's what I do and I, I know that might not be the most effective way because obviously you you know you're going down ranks, but for me it allows me to get back into it again because if I'm doing like a, mm-hmm. if I go if I take a couple losses on ladder and then I go oh I'm going to play some casual. To me that doesn't work because I know I'm not versing a high caliber of player in casual most of the time. Right. Where if I go into ranked and I'm up against some rank 9s and I'm using like freaking i don't know mech priest and i pull off yeah. a win it, it's more exciting to me and it, and it allows me to enjoy the game a bit more and even if i pull off a loss i'm like huh you beat me with mech priest that, that's an interesting <laughs> point like bringing your own deck and stuff can make you think like this isn't just about winning or losing anymore there's an, a meta game on top of this which is like learning my deck having fun with it and seeing how i can kind of mess with everything out here yeah um so that's a cool way to do it what do you think Andres? like what's your method i think um yeah, ladder anxiety is very real, and it gets worse like the higher you get into the ranks, especially mm-hmm. towards the end of the season. Um, I agree. When you when you know that each loss <laughs> is gonna hurt, you've been, or maybe you have like a win streak, and you you start getting that yep. little tickle right before you play the rank button again, and you're like, ah, <laughs> should I play another game, or should I just leave it here for now? I did win like three in a row. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do it, or maybe it actually uh, makes me so happy that you get that as well. I thought that was like a me thing. Like I thought that I'm just, <laughs> you know, I, I obviously I don't have the brain capacity to play ladder because I get freaking, I get all, you know excited when i go into a new rank game but but apparently other players have that as well apparently. yeah i think it's a i think it's a very common thing especially in hearthstone where you know yeah especially people who want to try hard you know losing a rank is uh just feels really bad and i think it's just a natural thing to be get a little anxiety right before you go into it although i have to say that i have gotten a lot better at it and i think mm. it's also a state of mind um if you're very worried about your rank, if you're constantly thinking about it, if that's the end yep. goal and you're thinking especially like in the long run, like you want to maybe get to legend or maybe get a really high rank, like rank three or rank four. Um, I feel like that sometimes 
adds to the anxiety and you have to think about it like one step at a time. Like don't think about legend, just focus on the game that you're playing at the moment. And then just know that at the end of the day, playing ranked or playing casual is exactly the same thing. Um, even if you lose a rank at the end of the day, you're not really losing anything. Um, if you're really trying to push the legend, I know it can be a little depressing to lose a game, but at the right. end of the day, you haven't lost anything. So just, you know, yeah. take it as it is. And one thing that uh, I've been trying to make myself do is that if I'm on a serious gaming uh, streak and I want to sit down maybe for like an hour or an hour and a half and really go at it hard at the ladder, I try not to take long breaks in between games. I finish a game and instantly queue into the next one and keep it going. Um I know a lot of professional streamers do this and they mainly do it because they're streaming at the moment. So they can't have, you know, downtime. You just keep going. And it really mm-hmm. helps to just, you know, not, not think about it so much, but just know that if you lost the game, shake it off, move on to the next one. That's interesting because that's a little I bit different. I wanted you like to start the singing Taylor hear. Swift. Right there. You said shake it off, and I was just expecting Andres oh to go my God, into, that like, song, song please, and dance. Please not mention it. I mean, I have it in my head. I would say edit it in the middle of this, but then all the copyright people are going to pull yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. copyright strike. That, that's going to go off of YouTube so quick. Don't even... Don't uh, even. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. It's interesting, because often the advice you hear from people is step away from the game every time you lose. You know, take a walk. Kind of get away from well, it. I think, I think that's a difference strategy. between lighter anxiety and tilt. If you oh, are, yeah. If that's a good point. If you're tilted... By all means, take a break, step away from the game, mm-hmm. drink a glass of water, play with your cat. I don't know, do something that <laughs> don't brings the cat. stress level That's, down. But ladder anxiety is more <laughs> like that little tingling feeling your stomach I get because yeah, because you That's know if you, you don't know if you're gonna lose or you're gonna win. You you're maybe doubting yourself a little bit. Yeah, that that's a that's a good distinction to make. Um, one can lead to the other, but. Yeah, yeah, I agree with a lot of what lead to the other for sure. I agree with a lot of what you said, Andres. Um, I'm in the, kind of the position where I kind of get away from somewhat of ladder anxiety and certainly tilt because I do typically play in pretty short spurts. So I can never like get super frustrated with losing a lot. Um, and also uh, don't get that high in the ranks. So I don't get the whole <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm going to make it the legend. So I'm not quite at that level. I found um one thing you can do is playing with friends actually works really well. Yeah. If you're really hitting a rut for a couple reasons. And I found the same thing when I used to play Starcraft is for one thing, you're getting a fresh perspective. So what you may think is the correct play and you're sure it's the correct play and you don't know why you're losing, your friend may be like, no, that was the correct play. That's why you're losing. You're terrible at this game. Then, well, okay, maybe that's not the best example, but it's still <laughs> make you feel better because you know, you're know you getting you're getting advice from your friend about what to do. Uh, additionally, there's just like a division of responsibility and now it's, you can kind of blame your friend for it too and you can talk about what you did wrong and kind of discuss it and feel like you're doing it as a team and you're also having a social dynamic that's going on so there's something important going on other than just playing the game you're also talking to someone and having fun with them and the game almost becomes secondary to just hanging out with whoever your friend is um so it really helps to kind of reduce the importance of the game so much um i've done that sometimes before and i think it could be really fun additionally this is kind of a weird one, and maybe it's unique to me, but, like, when you lose the game, someone else is winning the game. The guy you just faced won a game. And if, you know, you had a friend sitting across from me, you congratulate him on his victory, respect his game, and think, well, okay, that didn't go well for me, but equally, someone just got a cool win out of that. So, like, kind of thinking of it in that terms, and not just think about your own personal performance, but, you know, we're all in this plane together, so someone else got a win out of that, so... 
You know, it's not uh, really that bad. It's a very no, no, positive no. way of looking at it. No, 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 no. Screw them. Told about my wins. <laughs> Again, that may be the Canadian wannabe in me, but. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a line I'm using for the rest of my life. That's a line that's going (laughs) to constantly, that's, yep, that's in my vocabulary now. (laughs) I want to be Canadian. Canadian. Uh, Canadian. A lot of good ways this can go. (laughs) But yeah, that's probably, that's probably my advice for it is, um, you know, be nice to people. Think about who else is winning from it and don't, don't, like Andra said, don't put that much stock into it. Yeah, at the end end it's a game, you know, just, Take it as it is. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good question, though. I feel like uh, a lot of people suffer from that. Thanks, Albert, for, for writing into the show. For Absolutely. sure. And speaking of playing with friends, we got our last listener topic here. I wanted to go over real quick. This is from Jeremy. And he says, hey, guys, love the podcast. Okay, automatically, I can read the rest of his email now. We're safe. He his spot. <laughs> good, he approves. <laughs> Back to Jeremy. A lot of Hearthstone podcasts are too casual or too competitive, but this one is just right. Keep up the awesome work. I am a competitive player with a casual player's time constraints. Here's my question slash topic. Like a lot of Hearthstone players, I came from an MTG, that's Magic the Gathering, background. My favorite part of Magic was always the FNMs. These are weekly tournaments every Friday where you compete with friends for small prizes, but mostly just hang out and have fun playing games. Are you guys aware of any way to simulate this in Hearthstone? There is currently no in-game tournament feature. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just wait, man. Wouldn't you just wait. <laughs> this guy's timing is yep. on point. <laughs> so is there a specific weekly open tournament that you would recommend? I don't own a PC, so I'd have to be able to sign up, compete, Enter results, etc., all with my iPad and phone. I'm not looking to get to World Championship, just a way to compete that isn't ladder since they don't have enough time each month to hit Legend. Yeah, yeah, we're with you. So, uh, I think <laughs> this then, is a I, really good question. Oh, sorry, is yeah, there more? Sorry, he just said this last bit that I'm going to read. Is there an online community group that you know of that all logs on a specific night of the week and I all just play Hearthstone together? I, this I game is know. really <laughs> lacking in social interaction. Uh, I don't know. I, nah, don't know I got nothing like for you, man. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but not really. <laughs> so the um, first thing, the first thing I want to address is J- yes. Jamie. Is that his name? Jeremy. Jeremy. Yes. Uh, Jeremy. I know exactly what you mean, man. Yep. Friday night magic used to be one of my favorite things to do when I was a teenager. It was such a cool thing to go to your local um, comic book store or like card shop and just meet up with all these people that would become regulars and they would always meet there and just have this awesome tournament where you would meet, you would trade, uh, somebody would emerge victorious, they would win more packs and it was like, I don't know, a lot of camaraderie and it would make the game a lot more exciting, a lot more social and Hearthstone is missing that sort of thing a little bit. They've tried to do a huge push with the fireside gatherings and uh, there are... Uh, a lot of people that host tournaments weekly. We can talk about this in a second. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really cool thing to do with a game like this. Just have right. a space where you can meet with other people and play it competitively or play it just, you know, with friends. Yeah, totally. And a big thing about that is you'd like meet these people that you can then play one on one with and schedule time to play with and trade cards and that sort of thing. So you're like building up a, a base of just friends and people who are also interested in the same thing you are. So, by yeah. the way, can I mention, uh, the no, I thought, all right, this, I'll bring this up on next week's podcast. This is a, br- <laughs> awesome. this top, this topic would take like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> half an hour we don't have. So yeah, yeah we're, we're running feel short there are time. two prongs to this question. One is I want to compete. 
Um, the tournament mode that is probably coming may completely answer that question for you, but I still want to address that one. That, I want to compete, and I need a weekly way to do it. And yeah. The second half is, is there a place, you know, just to hang out with people and play Hearthstone every week? Not necessarily a tournament, but just a place to meet people who play Hearthstone. For the second half, which I'm going to answer first, is the one I have a better answer for, which is, as we mentioned on the show, we put together um, weekly game nights for the Angry Chicken. And that basically is a bunch of people jumping into Google Hangout, basically a big Skype call, and all playing Hearthstone together. We might have a casual tournament set up. We might just play fun decks against each other. We always just chat about the game and have fun. So if you're looking to find other people, my friends list went from eight to or like six to 90 um, from doing that, just from attending those game nights, yeah. hosting them. If you, if you want some more friends, there's a great way to meet new people. Yeah, most people who come in there, they're like, my friends list used to be so empty, and now I have always 20 people online. Right. So I, everyone that has come to that, I've gotten really positive feedback from it. You could f- probably find other groups like that, even start your own group like that. It's great if you can find a community. But if you want one to plug into and want to talk to us maybe and hang out, just check that out. It's on the subreddit for the Angry Chicken. If you need any more details, feel free to email you, email me. You obviously have our address. And yeah, I would be super happy to see you there. And so, just, just in, just in case he did people say who that- don't follow the Angry Chicken, it's tacreddit.com. You right. can find that there. And what's that, Billy? He did say that he is confined to an iPad and phone. I'm not sure how convenient it would be for him to be People, able to get to a Hangout. I mean, you can do it on an iPad and an iPhone. You can do it on a phone as well. It's pretty easy and convenient. You might want, like, some type of earbud or headset for your phone. Um, if you can't get that working, you can always just sit in the call and listen to us talk, type in text chat, that sort of thing. So, yeah, it may be difficult for you to set that up. That was a good point, Billy. Also, you said specific night of the week. Currently, we are meeting every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time. So if that works for you, that would be awesome. But yeah, if you want any more details on that or other ideas, just, you know, email me and I'll get in touch with you and add you on battle.net and chat about that. So um, as for the second part, I don't know weekly tournaments very well. Andres, do you have any answers for that? There are a couple uh, organizations that run weekly tournaments. Um, mm-hmm. They're usually done through those organizations' websites. You usually have right. to sign up, create an account with them. And then um, the, the the most popular one right now, and I think the one of this one of the best jobs, is the ESL organization that just hosted the tournament we talked about earlier. They okay. do they do weekly uh, fireside trials. I think maybe those just ended, but I'm pretty sure that there's an that's an ongoing thing throughout the year. Uh, so the new season might be coming out pretty soon, especially now that the legendary series just finished. Where is like fun, quirky rule tournaments where they give you like a secret ingredient or they give you like specific rules for your deck building, so you build around it, and then uh, I think they hold it on Wednesdays. And it's all, um, it's all free. You can just participate, you, but you do have to create your deck lists in advance and submit them probably through their website. And then, okay. uh, you can do most of the stuff in game. You just, you know, once the tournament starts, you just go to the website. All the brackets are organized and you get, get yeah, matched cool. against another person. They give you their battle tag. You just add them in game and you have, uh, I think, um, I don't know, about like an hour to finish the game. So you finish the game, and once the second round starts, uh, or everyone submits the results, and then once everything's done, you move on to the second round, and so on. It's it's relatively easy to do, and I believe you can do it from your iPad. Um, they also host regular tournaments. Uh, I would check their website out, because they do a lot of those. 
And then there's a, also a couple other organizations. Um, I wish I could give you their names right now. I'm not, I haven't been into the tournament scene a lot lately, but I was doing the ESL <laughs> stuff for a little bit. Uh, and they were pretty good. Um, but as long as you have some extra time and stuff, because they do take some time just because there's so many people that sign into them. Um, one of these tournaments, especially if you do well and you get into the later rounds, might take you like the whole night. And you, yeah, you have to be, problem. yeah, you have to be prepared to be there, you know, for a while. I'm not prepared. Sorry. You are not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's very good. So that was ESL Open. Is that the name of it? Or ESL? The website. Let me go. There's another I think website. It's ESL if, Play. If... I think you can okay. go there. And is it currently running or is it about to like start again? Uh, I think they have a challenger tournament where anyone can sign up. And that is okay. also the way that you get into their legendary series. You play in the, uh, challenger tournament. And if you win gotcha. that, then you get into their, um, serious open. And then if you win that, you qualify for their finals, which is what just happened. That big televised produ- production that just nice. happened this weekend. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Right. So there I would check it out because they host s- tournaments every week. There's another really? weekly site. They do both Saturday and Sunday. It's called Half Kings. Um, they don't, I remember that one. There's no yes. transition to um, like their pro league or anything. It's a complete amateur tournament where you just show up and, and play games. I believe they have like a $20 prize pool every week um, yep. for both of their days. So overall 40 if you happen yep. to win both tournaments. And they've cool. got another one for their patron setup, which I believe is on Fridays. Gotcha. And I'll try to toss all this stuff in the show notes. So... People who check that stuff out, you can get all the links there. Um, all right. That is going to do it for emails. Thank you, everyone, for writing in. That was awesome. These are really amazing to have for the show. It adds so much dimension and gets different viewpoints and lets us know like what you guys actually want to hear and talk about. And it's just great to be hearing back from the people who are enjoying the show. So we absolutely hope you guys can keep these coming. And uh, thank you very much for these. Uh, iTunes Reviews. We didn't have any this week. I'm very disappointed in everyone. I was just nice to everyone. But now I've got to say, come on, people. Billy, you're dropping the ball. You should have written us an iTunes review. Who cares about ethics? Why should I be writing the iTunes reviews? Do you not like this podcast, Billy? Is that what you're telling me? I I thought that was what you were doing. You were just writing all these fake iTunes reviews in your stuff. Other different, like, pseudonyms. You're slacking, Billy. I think I might have, like, a bias. Like, I think I should be writing reviews. (laughs) <laughs> Ethics don't matter, Billy. Don't you know this? Oh, <laughs> you right. haven't been around podcasting long enough. Apparently <laughs> just, not. Just go in and make sure you give us like a three star and a, like maybe like a yep. four star review so that people don't don't think anything's going on. Just keep doing it for different IP addresses. <laughs> You'll be good. <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. I, I'm just anyone... kidding. Yeah, if people want to do that, please do because uh, it helps out a lot. It puts us on the map and helps the podcast grow. For sure. We'll read them off on the show. We've done that before. Five-star reviews are super appreciated, but hey, leave whatever you want. It'd be awesome to see some reviews up there. Uh, so we are on iTunes. We are also on Stitcher. You can email us at hearthaholics at gmail.com. Get read on the show like those wonderful people above. Check us out on Twitter at hearthaholics. Just search hearthaholics and you'll find us on YouTube and Facebook as well. We are a production of the Whales Are Whales Network. So go to whalesarewhales.com for other awesome shows like this with other awesome people like us. We talked about the game night we put on for the Angry Chickens. So I won't really go into depth about that. Just check out the Angry, the Angry Chickens subreddit and you can find me posting every week there about the game night. Uh, and as for where you can find our other work, Andres, where can people find you? 
People can find me on Twitter at iPlayGames. You spell that I-P-L-A-I Games. You can also find all of the music that I do in my website, MassiveMusic.com. And you spell that M-A-S-S-E-V-E. Um, we have our full catalog over there, including the intro music for this podcast. So check that out. Yes, indeed. Billy. I, I unprofessionally plugged my stuff earlier on. So either you can rewind to go check that out. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure they will. No, but for real, um, you can find me on Twitter at bbroly. Um, I'm fairly excited about the stuff I'm doing on my YouTube channel right now. So I'd appreciate it if you head on over there. Uh, the reason why I don't sound too excited right now is because I know uh, I have a lot of editing to do after this, so I sound very drained. <laughs> oh, um, oh, no. <laughs> a little video editing. Yeah. All right. So that's um, what? YouTube.com slash BrawlyHS? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's, where, you go for, that's where you go for, for that. For all 100% Hearthstone content. <laughs> no, that, that, that isn't true. Uh, there's Hearthstone, <sighs> Heroes of Storm, and later on this month, I should be doing the Batman Arkham Night game as well, so that should be nice. fun. Nice. Very cool. Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Lord Meldor. That is Lord M-E-L-D-O-R-R. I do a bunch of different shows for Whales or Whales, so just go to whalesorwhales.com to check those out. And yeah, that, that about does it for me. My catalog is all up there since I like run it, so that, that'll do it. Um, Billy, we totally don't have flavor text. I absolutely do have flavor text. Oh, thank goodness. Go. I'm gonna light you up, sweet cheeks. Let's go, Thank you.